Hey guys, welcome to Project Esports Present. We just took a couple of minutes to kind of get everything set up on uh, the Twitch stream because we are going to be live streaming over the E3 EA conference today. That is a lot of different E's in there, so I want to make sure I got those all right. But yeah, so I guess we just want to take a couple minutes before the show starts. It is about 10 minutes before the show starts. We will do a little bit of a pre-show, kind of what we're expecting from the conference, our initial thoughts of E3 and all that kind of stuff. And then we will do a live watch along. That whole video will be live on Twitch, obviously, which we're live streaming right now. And then it'll be posted on YouTube. For any audio listeners, you'll get just this first 10 minutes before the show. And then you'll get kind of our after show reactions where we talk about what we just watched, our reactions, what we liked, what we didn't like with EA and maybe a lot more of what we didn't like, but who knows, maybe EA can kind of surprise us this week. But alongside me, it is just going to be me and Dylan tackling E3 this week. And I am excited beyond. We were kind of talking a lot. We've been watching a little bit of the pre-show. And I don't know. How are you feeling about this, Dylan? It's day one of E3. Yeah, I'm really hyped for it. And we were, like, like you were saying, we were talking earlier. And I think EA is a really good kind of uh, ramping up into E3. Um, I definitely think I'm most hyped probably for like Bethesda and Microsoft um and obviously sony and so ea is something that like i'm very excited about because they have a lot of different brands and a lot of different ips so we can see like we can kind of see just anything here um and so that's a good hype thing um so i i'm, I'm just i'm really hyped that we're going to get a, a nice ramping up into like some of our favorite stuff this weekend yeah no and yeah i mean i'm kind of the same way i'm like i'm not even going to pretend to add like i'm super excited for e3 i mean ea it's just kind of more of the E3 kind of hype. I mean, right now we're kind of watching the pre-show kind of as we're going. We'll switch over to that maybe in a little bit. And they're like showing the Sims. And they've been showing like the Madden mobile game. And I'm like, okay, this stuff's kind of cool. The Madden, new mo Madden mobile game, I'm like, I'm totally against this. They're totally changing up. I'm like, that's whatever. But I'm like, just with E3, EA's conference, I'm going to make that mistake so many times today. I already know it. Is that they always just talk for like 45 minutes, like half their conference about Madden and NHL and um, FIFA. And I'm like, I know that's such a big part of their company, but like, I don't want to listen to them talk about the updated rosters in Madden every year for 45 minutes. And I don't know, like they have Anthem today, which I am so, so, so excited about. I mean, for any of you guys that haven't really heard about that, you'll see more about it in the upcoming conference, but it's pretty much like a division, a Destiny-like game but you pretty much have like your own Iron Man suit. It's kind of the best way to do it. And you just fly around this really beautiful world. So I don't know. There's a couple of things I'm excited about and EA will probably throw out something there. That's really going to surprise me. But if I'm being honest, I don't have too high of hopes, but there's a couple of things I'm hyped for. And there could easily be something that makes me get up out of my chair, be like a hype moment of the day. But if there's not, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, here's a question, just we can tie it into our namesake. Do you think EA is going to have any, like, esports to show? Because, like, this this is the E3 about esports. Like, this is the year yes. everyone's like, all right, like, esports is actually a real thing. We need to make sure we promote it. So, what do you think? I could definitely see them more. Okay, so there's two things. So, one, prediction, Titanfall Battle Royale mode. 
I think that'd be so fun rather you building up kill streak to kind of lock your Titan, start your Titan and kind of go down and you lose those games on something like that, that goes along with my prediction King that can kind of count as an esport or something like that. But I definitely see that within their sports games, which they spend so much time talking about, they focus more on the competitive kind of styles, especially even though the NBA 2K league haven't done amazing, I could see them focusing more on how they're revamping their uh, competition for like online and the new features and all that kind of stuff. So it may not, they may not ever say esports at any point, but they're going to be looking at things that influence how esports can be done and how leaks and kind of establish now how people can play at a more competitive level because it doesn't have to be in league set up because esports is just competitive video games. Yeah. So if they're talking about how you play Madden against other people in a ranking system, that's technically esports. So I'm sure there'd be something there, but I don't know if they're going to announce a Madden league. I mean, I hope, they, I, hope they don't, about I hope they don't announce a Madden league because they're the 2K league. I don't think anyone's going to be jumping the gun to kind of jump on that. And hopefully not, but who knows? It's, it's EA. I mean, I'm very skeptical of EA, but if they think they can make money off it, they're going to do it. So let's hope they don't think they can make money off it so they just leave it alone. Do you think we're going to see Star Wars? So, uh, who was it? I think Avalanche Games um, teased something, that they would be seeing something from one of their three projects today, E3. And it was called like a juicy tidbit or something is what they called it. And they're working on an unannounced Star Wars game, a VR game, and a presumed the next Titanfall, which is why I think it's going to be the Titanfall game, maybe not a Battle Royale, but it's going to be something that way. But there is a chance that it could be Star Wars, and I'd be that would be the moment that would get me up out of my chair, like hyped. But I think they're gonna wait because I don't think it's coming out this year, and that would be like the header. Be this year's big game is Anthem, and I think they're gonna focus a lot on Anthem. And the next year is when that's gonna be Star Wars year. It's probably coming out next fall. It's gonna be the Red Dead of next fall, and they're gonna focus on that hardcore next E3. I'd love to see a teaser. That's all it's gonna be, no matter what it is. But I think it's more realistic to see e, um, something from uh, Titanfall or even the VR game, which I wouldn't love, but it could be cool. I guess we'll see then. Um, I don't know. Like, I like Titanfall as an idea. I never played Titanfall. I've never played a game of Titanfall. I just think that I know the concept. And I know it's multiplayer heavy. So it kind of makes sense for that Battle Royale mode. That's the only reason I'm kind of throwing that out there. But I yeah. think Jason Schreier kind of made that prediction i've heard a lot of people kind of going about it and i kind of picked it up and did my own research and i really kind of like that idea but yeah i mean like there, there's a lot of like potential i think with titanfall because it's like it's an interesting game it's cool combat it's um it's very like pick up and go kind of shooter um but it has like that unique twist of like you get these big like uh, mech suits and stuff so like i don't know i, I want them to do more stuff with it because it's a cool concept and it's a cool idea but um i i don't know I just have I, I don't want more battle royale games, like I like I support them for my prediction king. So I'm gonna I guarantee you pretty much every conference except Bethesda I'm gonna be throwing in an E3. I think Bethesda and uh, Sony have no chance of doing anything battle royale, but I could definitely see something. In Are you thought. sure? Are you sure Fallout seventy six isn't battle royale? God no, they're not stupid. Bethesda is not a stupid company. I think if they did that, I would lose a lot of faith in kind of what Bethesda's looking at because they've always kind of 
it's been bad for them, but they've always been very much like just looking at themselves. They've been working in a, like a funnel. And that's kind of why a lot of people didn't love fallout because they just focused on fallout four for so long without like looking outside. And if they made fallout 76 in this quick of a time that goes to show that they're not just focusing on making their games good anymore. And they're just kind of following the hype, which wouldn't mean I'd worry about Bethesda if that's the case. Yeah. I don't know. Them talking about some kind of Rust clone or something like that even is making me question it. So that seems very out there. But I'm excited to see more about it. I mean, yeah, I won't lie. I'm really excited to kind of... Bethesda's probably the hypest conference. Because we know what Sony's talking about. Microsoft could have some surprises. But Bethesda has teased so much. And it's a long conference. It's so long. Bethesda? Yeah, it's like an hour 45, isn't it? Two hours? It's like two hours, at least. It's long. I think this one's like an hour, 20 minutes. Yeah, but they also have a ton of games to show. Bethesda's like, it's not as big as EA. Like, they're not a giant publisher. Like, yeah, they, they publish a lot. Yeah, but offices, and I mean, they'll talk about ESO online. They'll talk about the trading card game. They'll talk about... Gross. A new Doom. I mean, they'll probably bring over Fallout 4 to VR or something that hasn't been on to VR yet. They'll talk about a bunch of smaller projects that they're kind of partnering with other studios on. Like Avalanche is working with them on Rage 2. I mean, Rage 2, Fallout 76, and I'm assuming a third game, that's a pretty big three things. I mean, you can talk about Fallout for 20, 25 minutes easily. You can talk about Rage for 15, 20 minutes. And if it's a new IP, they'll talk about that for at least 30 minutes. Well, I sure hope there's a new IP. That'd be sick. I hope there's a new IP. And then and then I'm looking at it. If there's a new IP at Bethesda, I'm going to win Prediction Kings of the Year. That's just going, that was my craziest prediction. So I'd be hyped as shit. But there's a minute left. So do you kind of want to switch over? We'll kind of go over the live stream. We'll talk a little bit. But like as soon as the conference starts, we'll be cutting the audio. And we will be um, doing the watch along. So for any audio listeners, we will be back in, I don't know how long this conference is, an hour and a half. It'll all be stitched together for you guys. Don't worry. So you hear a post-show reaction where we kind of talk about everything we saw, our hype moments, our fail moments, all that kind of stuff. Hopefully the conference isn't too cringy and that this is a great time. But I guess with that, we are going to switch over to the live stream. There's 30 seconds before E3 2018 starts. It is hype, boys. And I will see you guys on the other side for all of you audio listeners. Yeah, so I guess for all you guys, that was the E3, the first E3 EA conference. I did so well during the entire viewing. And now I jump back in the kind of audio version. Of course, I screw up the very first time I kind of say it. But I don't know. what. I guess what are your initial thoughts of kind of the whole conference? We're kind of mm. going through game by game. But just in the whole conference as a whole, what did you think? Uh, so overall, I thought it was typical ea like um i wasn't um blown out of the water it wasn't too it wasn't better it wasn't worse than i expected um i expect high budget um solid games and a lot of sports games from ea and you know that's exactly what we got um usually the the thing i I hold on is that ea at the conference there's always going to be one really good game that i'm super hyped for i got that so i mean I'm, i'm happy i'm content with what we got from ea for sure yeah yeah, I'm definitely the same way. Like, even though I was talking about pre-show, like, EA is EA. And I'm not wasn't super hyped going into it. I wanted to see Anthem. We got more Anthem. We'll talk about that later. But 
the rest of it was like, okay, there was a couple games. I'm like, oh, maybe I play this one day. This kind of seems interesting. But there just wasn't anything that's like pulling me in that was new. I mean, they didn't really show much on Madden. Like, they just didn't show too much. It was an hour and 20-minute conference. I really feel like I didn't see much. I feel like last year they talked a lot more about what they had. And I guess we can kind of just jump in and kind of talk about what we thought of each individual game. We'll just kind of go through the entire conference, and hopefully we kind of touch on everything. But they let off the conference with Battlefield Five. So all we really saw on that is they showed us a little trailer. They talked about customization. They kind of introduced us to the uh, multi-map mode. I can't think of what that is off the top of my head. And they announced Battle Royale. I'm so against this. No, I'm so against this. Like, I I don't know. I just think it's so shitty by developers to throw in these, like, features that, like, everyone has. Like, it's the same thing that we saw with loot boxes. It's like, oh, loot boxes are a cool new thing. Let's put it in every single game possible. Like, I mean, I'm all for the the Battle Royale games. Um, PUBG, H1Z1, Fortnite. If you want to make a Battle Royale game and you want to put the effort into it, and you want to create a really good experience for players, I'm totally behind that. I'm totally going to support it, because I think Battle Royales are a really interesting genre. But I don't like the tacking on of Battle Royales to just games. Like, I, I don't want to see a tack on the Call of Duty. I don't want to see a tack on the Battlefield. I want them to create their own unique experiences, rather than tacking on this extra genre, just because it's popular. So, I... I agree with you, but it seems to me, especially Call of Duty, Call of Duty seems to be doing their own thing. You kind of mentioned that, that they seem to be changing up. And, I mean, out of a lot of games that are attacking on the Battle Royale, doesn't Battlefield make sense? They already have huge open maps. They already have 64-player game modes. So it's adding 40 more people. It's taking out as not, as not as many vehicles or anything kind of like that, figuring out the weapon pickup system and all that kind of stuff, and they'll put their own twist on it. But Battlefield feels like a game. Like, I'm not – I was hyped for it, but, like, I wasn't surprised by it because they're already so big to such open maps. Really, all they had to do is probably double the map size of one of their normal Conquest maps and then big, uh, lower the vehicle count so it's not as stressful on the servers and figure out kind of how everything's going to kind of go. And it makes sense to me because it's already so big. Now, now I, I'm not disagreeing um, with the viability of it, and it's not a stretch to say it would. But, like, I think, I think a good thing is to say, like, can they easily do it? Yes, obviously they can because, you know, they have all the systems in place. Um, they, they could easily, you know, work it in. But should they do it? Yeah. No, and... I know what you're getting at here, but EA as a company had to get into Battle Royale one way or another. It doesn't matter what you say. It's EA. They had to. And out of all the games, this makes the most sense to do it. It doesn't seem viable. It doesn't seem like that far of a stretch. It's just going to be a different game mode. It's kind of how I feel like it. I mean, they have its own branding and game and stuff like that, but it doesn't feel like with Call of Duty, it's a huge stretch because they're used to small maps. I mean, Ground War was the biggest they ever had, which was like 16 versus 16. That's the biggest they ever had. Battlefield's always been bigger, and the adaptation, the Battle Royale for Battlefield doesn't feel much. So if anything, I'll give you the ability to kind of shit on Call of Duty because that's a stretch. With Battlefield, it just seems to be changing how it currently works. It's pretty much 
making a bigger map and just changing it from teams to free for all. That's all you really need to do in battle or in battlefield to make it a battle royale mode. Like obviously there's more you need to add on to it and make it more different, but it isn't the core gameplay is there. So I agree with that. But the bigger point is we didn't see anything about it. That's going to be in Microsoft's conference. All we saw was 10 minutes, none of it being actual gameplay, a quick 30 second announcement of battlefield Royale. And they moved on. The bigger thing is if you're going to announce something like that, show it, give us more. Yeah, I, I think that was a, a trend that we saw a lot of them saying a lot of stuff and not really showing it. Yeah, and and I don't know, and I know the show in Microsoft, and Microsoft probably paid a shit ton of money to have that kind of access to show it on stage. So, like, they're not going to say no to that, but just find us something more to show on. I mean, they touched on their war stories. They touched on their multiplayer, the destruction. But I know they had the full multi- they had the full reveal, but I still feel like there's more you could have shown us on stage rather than talking a little bit more. Talk less. Give us a gameplay trailer and then kind of let us go on there. I don't know. I guess, what's your hype level on this? So let's do hype. For each gamer go through, hype level out of 10. Where are you standing on Battlefield 5 right now? I mean, I'm not a... I'm not big into Battlefield anyways anymore. That's um, fine. That's I kind of I, I kind of grew past uh, Battlefield and Call of Duty. Um, I was mainly like an Xbox player for them, and so whenever I switch over to PC, I just never I never really transferred over. So like my hype for Battlefield before this was probably like at a five out of ten, um, a very neutral hype level, and it's probably still at a five out of ten. I'm not more hyped. Um, and I'm not less hyped. I'm disappointed by the Battle Royale, but I'm, it doesn't hurt anything for me, I guess. And I guess I, I'm kind of on the same one. I'll probably do a 6, maybe a 6.5, depending on how we do the Battle Royale and stuff. Like, I want a little bit more information. But, yeah, the hype level isn't super high for me. I've always been a little bit more of a Call of Duty guy. And even then, I'm kind of dying off on both those brands either way. There's so many other games that I'm looking forward to playing this fall and the following spring that like these first person shooters, like they're just not doing it for me as much, but it's good. It's going to hit the people that are in it. It is capitalizing on the trend and I think it'll do good. I hope, I mean, Battlefield one seemed to have its core audience and it died down quickly, but Battlefield's not going anywhere and whatever. It's back to world war two. I guess I don't have too much to really add on that. Anything you really want to touch on with Battlefield five. I mean, we just have to wait and see a little bit more about the game. Yeah. So from there, they moved on to FIFA, correct? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so they touched on FIFA 19. They kind of showed the cinematic trailer again. They had people come out talking a little bit more about the European, uh, the big championship league, over the Champions League over in Europe. Kind of talked about how that was going to be a bigger part of the next game. And then they talked about the World Cup expansion that is coming out this summer, maybe even like sometime around now, to FIFA 18. So that's just kind of the quick summary of what kind of happened for that. What are you kind of, I know you're probably not a big sports guy. I'm not a big FIFA guy either. Um, my, short, my short thoughts on it is I'm glad they're adding content to a game that's going to be rotating out soon because um, it seems like they're, they still actually care about it. Um, and I really like how they're doing the free trial to get people hyped up for FIFA 19. Um, other than that, I have nothing to say because it's 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 just another it's just another like um, X game eighteen X game nineteen whatever the current year is. 
Yeah, a lot of you guys probably know now. You're not coming here if you want the in-depth reports on Madden and FIFA and stuff. That's not going to be us. But yeah, I think, yeah, again, not super big on it, not anything kind of like that, but I think they're doing it right. They're right there doing the huge World Cup expansion, which is going to be free, which is very out of the ordinary for EA. So that's awesome. Get people playing FIFA 18 again, get them playing the game and want to do 19. 19 looks beautiful, looks like new iteration. But the problem with all sports games, I'll talk, I want to talk about a little bit more when we get to Madden, is they didn't tell us or show us anything new. They didn't tell us if there's going to be more in-depth story mode. They didn't mention anything. And I feel like last year they focused more on that stuff. And this year, cinematic trailer, two people walked on stage, talked for a couple minutes, another little trailer. You know why? Because it's honestly, I think it's just because it's going to be the same thing. Um, they're just going to do the roster updates. They're probably going to do maybe a graphics update, maybe tweak the engine a little bit. But besides that, I think it's probably just going to be the same game. I Which mean, I thought we were getting away with last year because last year they focused more on the story modes, the unique modes, and adding more than just a thing. But clearly, that was a one time thing. They did not see the returns on that. They're like, fuck it. We're just stick with the same thing every year. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Hype level? Yeah. Five out of 10, I guess. What do you say? Five out of ten, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you can go ahead and shit on it. I mean, mine well, is no, because like I'm not un like I'm not unhyped for it. Like nothing about this like disgusts me. Like if it was like oh everything's gonna be paid to win, I'd be like this is disgusting. But like it just it, it's just something that's not for me. So like I mean, I'm like very neutral on it. Like, well, that's hype. I mean, it's not it's your ratings versus that. Like I probably do like a two or three out of ten. I mean, it's not because... Oh, it's a 0 out of 10 then, because it doesn't affect me, I guess. Yeah, that's what I kind of mean. Like, hype. Like, how ended it? Like, how the chance of you buying it, the chance oh, of... Oh, yeah, 0 out of 10. Anymore. 0 out of 10, for sure. Yeah. Like, I play FIFA 4, and it's what, somewhat fun, stuff kind of like that. So, like, maybe a 2. Maybe I'll play FIFA at 1 point. I'll never buy the game. But, yeah. That does not do much for me. I'm just kind of bumping it up a little bit, because it's showing a part of EA that is good and giving out free content which you're kind of doing with battlefield 2 which you mentioned that that full reveal there so i'm kind of happy with how e3 is kind of ea is going around there um did we go to unraveled or was it madden next uh i don't i don't care <laughs> just talk about all right here madden zero out of ten for me i have nothing to say about madden to be honest yeah um i was disappointed with kind of the madison madden reveal they gave us no additional information. Kind of the same thing with FIFA, but I actually care about Madden. I mean, my hype's five or six out of ten on it. Like, I've always bought Madden. I've always played a little bit. I love playing with friends and stuff, but they didn't give me any reason to want to buy this one over the previous year, which is big when people are already complaining about how repetitive the games are. So there's not much I can even really talk about Madden because they didn't tell us anything new about Madden. So I guess with that, we'll move on to 2K, which is kind of this – no, not not 2K. NBA Live 19. Um, <laughs> I don't – I just don't – I'm not into the sports games. No, I know, and that's fine, yeah. Um, just kind of, yeah, again, cinematic trailer. I don't even think they had anyone talk about it. They literally just showed a cinematic trailer, did nothing else. Oh, wait, um, I, I changed I – change, wait, I want to go back retroactively and change – um uh fifa okay i want to change it to one out of ten because they had been staples on there and that was sick okay i'll take it um uh bah, 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 moving oh nba so yeah i think it could be a big year for nba live if 2k 
NBA league the game kind of fucks it up. But again, they didn't tell us anything about any of their sports game, which is what a staple their company is. So they have to do some big announcement on that somewhere else. But again, my hype level is probably a three, four at the highest. I mean, if I ever buy a game, a basketball game, I buy 2K. And even then, I, I have no hype for that. So this game's really kind of low down on there. Um, then we'll move to Unravel, which was really a pleasant surprise to me. So it's Unravel 2. Um, it's kind of a visual novel. Um, no, not, not, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Visual novel, I'm using that wrong. Like a visual, um, help me with this. Not a walking sim, no. The second part, the, like not challenges and stuff kind of like that. I'm blanking on what. No help on me. How would you describe it? It's a platformer. It's an indie platformer is exactly what it is. Um, It's very similar style. Um, I I think this game definitely took a lot of inspiration from games like Limbo and Braid when they came out. I think those were two very, very influential um, indie games. um, And they basically demolished, like, the scene of indie games, um, especially platformers. And every platform, indie platformer after that is basically building on top of what they did. Um, and so, like, it's very similar to that. And um, indie games are something I'm like actually super, super passionate about because I think there's some. Did they say this was an indie game. They didn't really like. Okay, so sorry. It's it's not an indie game, but it's like it an, indie, an indie. It's an indie like game. Um, yeah. It's the same way that Bastion, right? So Bastion came out, and like, yeah, they were published by WB, but like, they're still kind of indie. Like, it, it's indie like. Like, it, it feels like an indie game. It might not be an indie game because they have a big studio behind them. But the development team behind them, I still think, is pretty small and stuff. Um, and it's definitely coming from like one dude who's like, "This is a game I'm really passionate about," and EA just kind of uh, gave me a ton of support for it. So it's not indie game, but it's indie like game. Um, but regardless, it's a really cool platformer um, that incorporates uh, co-op now, and like we're we're hyping it up because it's couch co-op, which is something that like hasn't been a big thing, and you know, it's starting to see a resurgence, which is really cool because like it's fun to play games with people who are like physically right next to you yeah no i agree and i, I was kind of screwing up i mean the more visual is kind of getting at platform is the right term for it i was talking about it. it's very it's a very beautiful game it looked really cool and like i never played the first one i kind of knew it when they first showed the trailer but um yeah i i was more excited for it than i thought i would have ever been i mean my hype's probably the same as it is for battlefield and that's saying something they didn't give me a price or anything, but I was saying if it was like a $15, $20 game, I'd really buy that in a heartbeat. It'd be a fun game to play with someone and kind of go along with it's that. It's out right I now. Think. Yes, it is. Oh, let's go. Yeah. I- I'm gonna yeah, that's something I thought was really cool is like, we got to see this and we're like, oh, this looks good. They showed a little demo of it. This looks great. I can't wait to buy it. When's it come out? And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, it's out right now. So like if, if anyone wants to go buy it, like it's, it's out, um, which I think is kind of cool because like, there's no point of like hyping this game up for a release date because this is not a game people like buy at midnight. You know, you, you have your AAA games that people get really hyped for and they buy at midnight and stuff. This isn't one of them. This is a game that just exists and you go and you buy it. Yeah. I, I'm uh, struggling to find a price on that. So I'll, um... Origins. You gotta go to Origins, dude. That's don't, don't make me ever go to Origins. You have to go there to buy it. It's is EA. Really? 
only place it's gonna be. It's EA property, dude. Trying to put EA property anywhere else. What do you think this is? Come on. That's just painful. Why? Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks because, like, Steam came up and it was so good and everyone's just trying to do their own thing on it. And it kind of sucks because it's, like, a billion different services to buy games now. Um, really wish it would be consolidated. Which, I think you can actually buy Mass Effect 1 on Steam, but the other ones you cannot uh, because of the way licensing came out with that game. But, I mean, overall, my hype for this is I'm, it's kind of high. I don't think I'm going to buy it because I'm not super into the gameplay itself. But, like, I'm glad this game exists in the world. So, like, my hype is probably 6 out of 10. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I do a solid 6 out of 10. And, I mean, depending on the price, it's 20 bucks. Perfect. Perfect that, price for this. That bumps it up to probably a 7 for me. I'm probably going to buy this at some point. I'm definitely going to play this. So... I'll give that a 7. That is actually a game that I'm going to take away from this conference that I did not expect, play it, and enjoy it. So I give that a solid 7 out of 10. And probably outside of uh, an Anthem, my highlight of EA. It's the one thing I didn't know about, and it's the one thing I came away really excited about, which I never would have expected. Next, let's kind of move on to their one big indie game that they did kind of talk about, which was Sea of Solitude. This is awesome. You talked a little bit about this. You were okay. much more hyped for this yeah, too, yeah. and they didn't describe too much of the gameplay or anything of it, but it looked very interesting to me. Yeah, so what, uh, I think that it's like EA Originals, is that what they're calling it? Um, yes. It's where they're basically like funding and putting themselves behind indie studios to produce these games. Um, and, and this game that they were, they were abbreviating at SOS, what was the full, full name of it? Sea of Solitude. Sea of Solitude. Um, and this is a very indie game um, from the, from what we were getting from it. Like, oh, and the, Unravel Two is considered an EA original, so that is an indie. Yeah, yeah, cool. So uh, the you know the the woman who came up, um, guessing I think they said they were from Germany. Is that what they? Yep. they yep, they're they're a German team, and she came up, and then she just ta started talking about like human emotions and loneliness and stuff, and like. It was very weird and confusing, and I'm like, this is going to be a sick game. Like, as soon as she started going off on that, I'm like, this is going to be a sick game because this is, like, a very artsy-looking game. Um, so yeah, the it's... quote she said was, our next game is about loneliness, how it can crush us, hurt us, and turn us into the very thing we fear. That is a deep quote that you do not expect to see at a video game conference, but I definitely agree. It made me much more interested in it because this is – I want to know what type of game. This may be kind of one of the more walking simulator type games, kind of based on a little bit of gameplay. May yeah, I yeah. I think this is going to be very light on gameplay, and it's going to be more about storytelling and more about like the art of the game. Which I think this is stuff that we need. We need more games like this because like some of my favorite games have been games that like I there's very little gameplay if you just like at walking simulators where you just go through but it creates like such a cool and interesting experience like um like Limbo like Limbo was such a you know, cool and interesting game and like there was gameplay and stuff and there was like little puzzles but like it wasn't anything too deep but it yeah. was a really cool and interesting story and like I, I think those games have their place and they need to exist in the video game industry um, so hype level for this one. I guess we haven't seen too much yet, but where are you kind of standing at it with the My current person? hype is 8 out of 10. I'm hoping to get really? this game. I, this is the only game so far uh, that we talked about that I actually want to get. 
I'm probably going to have mine at a four or five. I think it looks very cool, but I've never been a big fan of walking simulators or kind of those more graphic games. It's never been mine. It's all mine's always been much more gameplay than graphics for me. So there may be a chance I played at some point. I might watch a watch along or some kind of like that with someone, a uh, YouTuber, someone I follow. I don't know if I'll play it, but it seems interesting and I'm hyped enough to want to know more. And that hype level could move up. So it's not going to be a hard one with Battlefield and stuff kind of like that. It's kind of more of a hard cutoff. This one can move up. Fair enough. Um, moving on to the next one. Kind of a surprise. Wasn't too excited about this, but Command and Conquer Rivals. So out of nowhere, um, Dylan will be able to give us names, but an old StarCraft uh, shoutcaster, the CEO of uh, EA walks out on stage and says, we're going to have these two people come on stage and play a game of our new mobile game. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. It looks like kind of a touch and move RTS game. Looks interesting. Pretty basic concept. Control two or more of like the three command conquerors makes a missile shoot and blow up the other base. Pretty easy concept. And it's playing through. And like at first, we're kind of like, okay, like this kind of doesn't look cool. Goes on for another five minutes. Full game. Hype kind of dives down on it. Like, okay, we want this to move on. And then after that, they come on stage and say, guess what? This is our new game, Command and Conquer Rivals. And me and Dylan's reaction to that were, wow. Why, though? Like, why would they do this? Like, okay, so, like, the reason why you want an IP is because you want to use the assets from the IP and make a cool and interesting game. If you're just going to, if we watch, we watched the entire demo of them playing the entire game. No clue that it was Command and Conquer. What's the point of it if it's if that's just going to be the name that you're going to throw on there? Like I know, like it, this this is the part of EA that I hate. Yeah, exactly. It's like it, this right here makes me think that they're just putting the name on there just to sell it, which really oh, fucking yeah. sucks. Because like what's like there there's no purpose behind it. It's not like they're doing anything cool and interesting in the game because we watched an entire game and didn't know it was Command and Conquer. Yeah, and moving into the mobile scene, like EA did a lot of things that I thought they did well. This is the one thing they didn't. This seems very much like ODA. I'm having a feeling there'll be plenty of microtransactions in this game mode. It is mobile. It is using a well-known and a beloved IP by me. I've never been a huge Command & Conquer game. When I grew up playing them, I loved RTSs. I loved the time I played them. And this is an insult to me, and I'm not even a big CNC guy. So anyone that's really big into the franchise, I, I'd be pissed if I were you guys, if I'm being 100% honest. Minus so, five. Minus five hype. EA can fuck themselves. I'm going to play it, though, and I'm going to download it. So they did enough for me to do it because it's RTS. So my hype's going to be five. So I'm going to give it a six because it's going to make me go and download it. But it's probably going to drop very quickly. My hype and actually how I rate it is going to be very, very different, I'm sure because it's interesting. I love RTSs. I'm looking for something new on mobile. But with EA being behind it, them just slapping a name on it, it's I'm not expecting much from it. But I have to give it a high hype level because I'm going to download and try it. So I feel like I got to kind of keep with that. But I'm not too happy with how they kind of did it. And then kind of... I, well, there was an actually like a little interlude thing that like it wasn't a full thing, but they talked about Star Wars. Yes, I was, I was about to go to that and then the EA access. So, yeah. So, Andrew, the host of the conference, 
sat down with uh, one of the heads of Respawn. I think he might be the head of Respawn, which is one of EA's under companies. And they're working on three projects, which we kind of talked about in the pre-show. Dylan asked if it was going to be Star Wars. We got a little bit of Star Wars information, but not much. We found out that it is going to be called Star Wars. Um, what was it again? I don't think we got a name, did we? I think we just yeah, got... Like, I thought we got a title, or we got a we got a location and time and all that. Um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We did oh, get a name. okay. He very quickly kind of said it right away. And yeah, so it's going to be Jedi... Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's going to be between the third and fourth movies in the Dark Times, what he kind of references, and that's all we have. Said next year is when we're going to see more from it. This game's very far out. I'm guessing a 2020 release date. Probably. So cool to get a little tidbit, but I don't know. They I didn't show a trailer or anything. I'm, I'm like I'm just hyped about it because like I I really think this could be an interesting time because like it's overdone. Like having it set between episodes one and uh, eight or nine, whatever. Um, it's overdone. Like the the scene has been played out so much. It's like. We were talking during the thing that we just want the old republic again we want like those really cool and interesting times because like we haven't been there for a while um there's a lot of fans who just like haven't explored that area also i don't think any of that's canon anymore so you can do whatever you want with it um because because of whenever they did the big star wars reset it was only things that were in the the, sh- the, the shows movies um and only select shows too um and that was basically it. And then they were like, all right, from here on out, it's it's uh, whatever we produce is going to be in that canon. So um, all the stuff with the Old Republic is not canon anymore, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so you can just like play around in that space and do interesting stuff. But I do really like the setting they chose because like, I don't know, I think it could be kind of interesting of where they're like, yeah, you're one of the last Jedi and you're kind of like hiding in the shadows and it's like you're being hunted and like that's kind of cool because like the the thing i just desperately wanted the thing i just want so much out of star wars is them to do like underbelly like star wars kind of stuff like bring me into the deep deep dark depths of star wars like let me go into the slums let me like let's talk about bounty hunters and like um, oh, they canceled the game you really wanted to play. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I want them to re-asset Star Wars that game. I wanted, I wanted that game. I, I just all I want is for this to be like that, except that you you play as a Jedi. I'm sorry to tell you, my best guess, Star Wars colon Destiny. It is going to be a MMO, not an MMO. Whatever Destiny kind of play style is. Because they canceled, they get, they can't, they closed down the studio that was making the linear Star Wars game. They shut down Star Wars 1776. So what else is there left? Destiny style games. Yeah, it is going to be something like that, and that is why my hype's not very high for it. Mm, because yeah. I'm gonna love being in the Star Wars universe, but they have the multiplayer game. Battlefront. They're going to keep milking that baby till she doesn't give any more. And now they're going to have the Destiny game where they can tell their stories. And that'll be cool. I'm going to buy it. I won't lie. I'm going to buy it. I'm a big enough Star Wars guy that I'm going to buy it. But it is going to be a reskin of Destiny with a kind of cool placement. I don't know. I think we're far enough out that like we can, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. 
just with how they've been treating the fran the star wars name i just don't have much faith and ea uh, straight up come on said when they closed amy shoe uh amy's game uh, she, i can't remember what team she was working on when they closed uh her studio but that was a linear story she said that single player games are dead which is why they canceled that game so it will not be anything that does not rely heavily on multiplayer yeah that's fair which is too bad. Star Wars Galaxies 2? That's why I wish Bethesda would get one chance to make a Star Wars game. Because that would be fucking unbelievable. Mm, I don't... I, I don't know. I don't want a Western RPG Star Wars inherently. I don't know what I want from Star Wars. Um, I just don't want EA. Like, like I, yeah, I don't want whatever... Because EA, like, they're just doing such a bad job with the IP. Um, and it sucks because, like... There are, like, there's companies out there that could do such interesting things with it. Like, uh, did you play, um, uh, Command, was it called Commando? The one where you were in, like, the, the, the Commando squad? Yeah. That was such a good game. And that was, like, an interesting, like, little, like, like, setting. And I, I, I wish, like, it sucks because Disney is not going to be giving out Star Wars IPs like they, like, uh, like Lucas did back in the day. Um, and it sucks because there's like it's such a big open universe and you could do such cool and interesting things with it and we're just going to get shitty multiplayer games over and over yeah so um hype for uh fallen order jedi of fallen order i'm hype. i just I, I it's it's like eight out of ten because i still have hope i have hope they're gonna crush me every time but i still have hope i'll give it a six but star wars and like i'm looking forward to hearing more about it and whatever and i guess we should kind of mention that they did announce a little bit more from Battlefront 2. They came out and talked about how horrible they were when it first came out in the microtransactions. And to make up for that, they are now announcing that they are bringing out a second big wave of content um, based around the Clone Wars for this game, which pisses me off because the heroes are Obi-Wan and Dooku and stuff kind of like that. A lot of some of the characters have already been in the first game. So they are trying to make up for fucking up the launch by bringing back people from the first game that wasn't that loved. So yeah. EA is just massively fucking up Star Wars. That's I mean, I, I Dice is wait is Dice doing this game? Yes. Yeah, Dice is not a studio I really want with the Star Wars IP, and like I I don't know if it's Dice or if it's EA that's making these decisions because there's a lot of decisions of where like. A game developer will do a game and then you have like the big publisher come in and like make and like kind of force bad decisions uh, like on them. Um, like a big example of this is like, you know, Activision kind of does some weird stuff with Blizzard sometimes that kind of isn't always the best. And I don't know if DICE is the one making these terrible decisions or if it's their EA overlords because like DICE, they make like, like the general idea of their games are good. They have good gameplay, like the core gameplay is good, and it looks good. But beyond that, it sucks. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... Eventually that license is going to get pulled. Hopefully there's no more games in the pipeline for EA after this next one. And then maybe someone else gets that. Because if I get if I get another two-star bad Star Wars game, I'm going to kind of give up on the franchise for video games, which is sad. Because I do love that universe and all that kind of stuff. And Knights of the Old Republic is one of my favorite games of all time. And if I can just get a, even a remaster of that, like just give me something to kind of make the Star Wars fans happy. And yeah, 
EA is just kind of fucking that up, and I was, I don't know. I'm getting less and less hyped as the longer we talk about it, because I know it's EA. But um, I guess another thing we can touch on, too, is they announced very briefly their EA, uh, their Origin Access premiere, um, which what I kind of explained in the watch-along, which is going to be very similar to how Microsoft does their Game Pass. So you pay a monthly fee, and you get all the EA games, the backlog, and all that kind of stuff free streaming on Origin. And when you stop paying, you no longer have access to it. Um, it's 2018. It's 2018. Um, it's past the year 2015. No one buys real things anymore. It's all about the subscriptions. It's all about uh, getting streaming content. Come on, Andrew. We're, we're living in 2018. I think it's good for the people that want it. And I think for EA out of a lot of games, it worked the best because those games are big hype the first couple months and no one plays them after that. Yep. So it could be good for some people, but I don't know. It depends on the price. Um, let me actually see if they have anything on their website about that. I'm on their website right now seeing if they give us a price or anything kind of like that. No, nope. it hasn't came out yet. There's just kind of an option. Um, how much does... It'll be available for... $15 a month or $100 a year. Which isn't bad. $100 I mean, if a you year. play if you play a game to complete, if you play more than two games to completion, it's worth it. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, if you think about it, so in the next year, so if I was to buy this tomorrow, um, I would be able to play all the way through Unravel 2, $20 there, get my money's worth out of Madden probably, $60, dabble in battlefield and then on that i feel like i get my money's worth of just those three games but i still have anthem coming out i could go play nba and their backlog of a lot of games i didn't play i was just playing you could, you could play uh probably mass effect yeah mass effect yeah they had it all back there they had Titanfall 2 all the mass effect series mad max so i don't know it could be, I mean, I think it could be worth it. I mean, I, I at $100 is not a bad price for one year. No, no, it's not. I don't think it's bad at all. Like, if you're an avid gamer, then I think this is pretty good, to be honest. Like, I can Especially see... if you're in a sports franchises, it makes no sense not to get this. Especially because once you buy that game, it's even if you... So this is only for PC, so you can't really trade in your games anyways. So I was going to say, well, there's no, you don't even get any money when you trade your, like, console games in, but this doesn't really work on console. Yeah, I mean, like, if, you, if, if you're an avid gamer and there, you see two games that you like on it, then get it, because then it'll be you worth it. Coming. Yeah. You have their backlog, but yeah. Launching in late summer. So yeah, it's... And um, so what's the basics between Basic and Premiere? The chance to try out new game or new games for up to 10 hours starting five days before the release. We play first trials. So that's kind of cool. So even with the basic one, you can still play for a couple hours. Um, access the vault. Okay. So that's cool. So yeah, they're not doing it all bad. Is there something cool that they kind of came out with? And eventually every company is going to have like something like this. I mean, there's so many games in the backlog and all that kind of stuff are growing so quickly. So that, I don't know. Not too much to really add on top of that, but it's not surprising anyway. But with the highlight of the show for me, Destiny 2.5, a.k.a. Anthem. Um, no. So I don't know where I stand on Anthem. I'm somewhere between a 9 out of 10 hype 
and a 5 out of 10 high. So they came out, they showed a really, really, really good looking uh, cinematic trailer. Really looked beautiful. I'm like, wow, this looks awesome. They have a panel come out. They ask a couple of questions and kind of stuff like that, which they seem to be doing all good things there. Um, the, with uh, owning microtransactions or games or cosmetics that you know what you buy when you buy them. So you buy like a color for 99 cents or something kind of like that. You know what you're buying exactly. I like that. And the game comes out early February. They showed some gameplay, which looked smooth. It looked beautiful. It looked fun. But being burned by Destiny twice, this reminds me a lot of the kind of the set up of kind of like the universe. It reminds me some of the play style a little bit and the different classes. And it screams Destiny to me but I want it to be everything it looks like it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, like, Destiny, on two different occasions, kind of screwed over their player base, uh, Division. It, like, there, there is something about, like, team-based game, like, team-based shooter games like this that just, like, doesn't work for some reason. I don't know why, but, like, every time they come out, it just doesn't work. The Division, I heard it had a really rough start. It had a really, really, really rough start. But it was still a lot of fun, and it's definitely gotten a lot better as most games kind of do as time's gone on. They're, it's really balanced right now and really well, and I hope Ubisoft has learned how it is. My problem is EA doesn't learn from their past games. Yeah. EA doesn't do that, which is my problem, is, which is another thing going back to Madden is they didn't extend on the story mode, which got so many people to buy Madden that would never have bought Madden otherwise which clearly shows that they're not listening. And when you don't listen with a game this big, it can go bad. Yeah, I mean, it's EA, so like, there's a good chance that this could be terrible and be awful, but there's a chance, I don't know, it could be good. It'd be amazing. I mean, you look at the first couple, I mean, it's by Bioware. I mean, the Dragon Age games, all the Mass Effect except for Andromeda. I mean, these are some really amazing games that tell great stories. So, there's hope. Yeah, we'll see. Know. We will see. I, I am 10 out of 10 hyped to see more info about it. And I'm 10 out of 10 hyped to not buy this on launch and wait a week and see how it goes. Yeah, I've definitely learned. Except for The Division. I'm buying that launch day no matter what. No matter what. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the problem. Is that it's coming out. So, Division's coming out first couple months next year. This is coming out first couple months next year. Very similar games. Different settings. But... It needs to find something that makes it stand apart and more gameplay, something unique. Like, it looks beautiful and all that kind of stuff. But it's going up against an IP that had a somewhat rough start, but it has a very hardcore fan base now, and people are hyped for the division versus a company that is EA, that is known for being EA, and coming off Andromeda. They need to find something to really make it hype and make convince me to come over because this is a game i'd much rather play over the division two but it hasn't done anything to make me want to play it over division two <laughs> i guess but, th this is this is just classic e3 of like us getting hyped and just going well i guess we just have to wait a little bit longer i know and that's why i'm happy I did that with Unra um unravel two like that's cool i did a day and day day and date but I think it was an okay start to E3. I really, EA should really be in the middle of the conference, and they should really lead off with Bethesda 
or something like that just to get everyone fucking in the hype. But, can't, can't leave with the best. Okay. Sony's on Monday. That's after Bethesda. Talking to a Sony fanboy here. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm happy with what we got. It wasn't, it was exactly what we expected. I think we both got exactly what we expected. Wanted more explanation on every single game. I would have rather watched 10 more minutes to get another two minutes of content in each game, showing more gameplay or something. But Anthem will come back up at some point this week. Battlefield will come back up at some point this week and probably Microsoft's conference. So we'll see more there. But that just makes the EA conference a lot less fun. Yep. Anything else you want to kind of wrap up with? So we're going to go through at the end of each conference and rate it, um, the conference compared to it. So which one's the most hype? So obviously this is our first conference. So it is going to be number one out of one. But as the week goes on, we'll be comparing it and coming up with the number one, two, three, four conference. And maybe even <coughs> we can do like an end of E3 wrap up too. For maybe like next Thursday's content, we can go back through, look at all the conferences too and kind of do an official ranking of even of the conference we missed too. And kind of go back and give our official definitive rankings of all the different conferences and stuff like that. That's good. With that, I think that's kind of the wrap-up for our first E3 conference for the EA 2018 press conference. Um, thank you very much for tuning in with us. If you watch it along live or if you're going to watch it on YouTube, hope you kind of enjoy the commentary. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to some of the more hype conferences, definitely. But it was a good warm-up, and we will see you guys, what, tomorrow at – let me let me look on Twitter at what time the Microsoft conference is. I want to say that starts at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Or is that today's? Um, thinking from low. 12:45 PST. Yep, 12:45 PST. Which would be. 2.45 Central Time, 3.45 Eastern Time, um, and then 4.45 Atlantic Time yep. for any Canadians. So we will see you there going over Microsoft, and pretty much a couple hours after that, we will be jumping in Bethesda, so that is tomorrow, and we'll end with Sony on Monday. Um, check us out on Twitter at, um, at the Esports Pod to get that full schedule and links to everything. But with that, Thank you very much for watching this episode of Project Esports Presents for the E3 conference of EA 2018. We will see you guys tomorrow.